Hey guys, this is Jenny with the Rebel Cause podcast, August 16th. And today we are talking about self-loathing. We're talking about those feelings of not being enough, not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy, not recognizing ourselves in our beauty and our truth. Those feelings can go all the way upward towards those feelings of self-hatred. And if we get to that point, that's that's that opportunity where it's a great time for us to seek that outside help and, and find a therapist that we really love and adore, remembering that therapy is for everyone and that those therapists are specifically educated. They have that specific education that beautiful toolbox of tools that can assist us in moving through those really tough spaces, right? So I just wanted to get that out of the way initially. You know, if we're moving into those feelings beyond loath, but into more of those feelings of hatred, that is when we definitely need to seek that outside help. We need to reach out and give ourselves what we need by seeking that assistance through therapy, through a therapist. I really believe that it's one of the greatest suppression techniques that's ever been used against humanity to convince us to loathe, mistrust, dislike ourselves. If we loathe who we are, it's, it's virtually impossible to engage in the magic of our being. It's really, really hard for us to see our truth, which that ultimate truth that we talked about in our last talk was that I am divinity manifesting as humanity. I am divine source creator mother father god whatever word you have for that energy i am that first and foremost all the time all of the old social programs dogmas belief systems that don't support that truth they are not mine and it is my job to eradicate them well how do i do that i have to shine the light on the ugly right this is that kind of stuff those feelings of self-loathing, a lot of us, most of us do it to some degree, but we don't like to talk about it, right? We don't like to talk about it. We don't want to tell other people how we really feel about ourselves, yet the words and the way that we speak to ourselves internally is just something that, in a way that we would never talk to another human being ever. I mean, some of us are even like vegans and vegetarians and we value like animal life more than we value ourselves, more than we value our own life, more than we are willing to see the beauty of what we are. When we're unable to see our own beauty and connect to our own magic, we cannot access the door to infinite possibility that is only found within your own being. That door to all possibility, all beauty, the greatest manifestation, the fullest available vibration of your own being, that highest and greatest good exists behind that door and that door exists within yourself. If those people, those powers that be, have convinced us that we are not these incredible, miraculous creatures, but instead we are these you know, pieces of junk, essentially, that need all of these things outside of ourselves to fill this gaping hole left behind from our inability to love and accept ourselves, then they've got these constant, consistent consumers that they can market all of their garbage to, right? 
All of the shit that they want to make you believe is going to make you better, make you feel good, make you look good, make you all of those things that you think you need, right? And while that consumption might temporarily numb that ache of betrayal against your own self, it does not fill the void. And my main desire for everybody, you know, that I ever teach, that I ever speak to is to empower them, to empower them to see the truth of who and what they are, to remember that they are divine, that they are source, that they are that God energy. When you remember who and what you are, you stop putting up with a lot of shit that you used to put up with. You stop talking to yourself in those degrading ways. You stop making choices that are not for your highest and greatest good. And you stop taking actions that would keep you bound, enslaved to everything but your highest and greatest good. And the roots run so deep. This programming runs so deep. It's such an incredible tool that they've used on us. So sneaky, so manipulative. All of the marketing that you see, all of the print work, the magazines, all of the media, the social media wants to promote these perfect bodies, these perfect lifestyles, these perfect people, right? And if you only had what they had, then you'd be happy. Living that full life. But the only way we're ever, ever, ever going to access any of those feelings of like bliss, of feeling like that heaven on earth feeling, of feeling that beauty of what it truly means to live, to truly live, not just to exist, is to access it within. To go within your own being. To open that door and to walk through it. And this is where it gets a little tough, right? Because to do that, I have to be honest with myself. This is what a lot of people call the shadow work. Where I shine the light on the shit that I'm afraid of, that makes me uncomfortable, that I don't like. I shine the light on it. I look at it. I witness it. I recognize where I'm at right now in this moment, how I feel, how I really feel. And the way that I really feel is going to be reflected in my words, in my choices, and in my actions. And when those things are reminiscent of an energy of self-loathing, of devalue, then I'm going to be the magnet for all of that energy, more of that stuff that I don't want. 
So we have to be willing to confront ourselves and to be responsible for where I'm at right now in this moment. And to be like, man, I've had enough of this. I've had enough of not living fully and completely. Of not being that highest vibration that I can possibly be. Of not being my fullest sense of myself, authentic to who and what I am. And confident in that space. But self-love, it's a journey. It's a process. Because that programming runs so deep, it takes time. And that journey begins with acceptance. I don't have to figure out how to love myself right now in this second. But I do have to learn to take responsibility for where I'm at and to accept myself the way I am. And that acceptance can be hard too. To accept myself just the way I am without the desire to change it. Acceptance of what is. It's not about changing the frontal aspects of my own being. It's about changing my behavior to uplift and support those fundamental aspects of my own being. Changing my words, changing my actions, changing my choices to most support and uplift who and what I am. And a couple of the things that get in our way when we're learning to accept ourselves, moving into those feelings of learning to love ourselves. For one, we look to other people to tell, who we, to tell us who we are. It was one of my favorite lines. I'm such a freaking Marvel nerd. And I loved the um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier that they did on Disney. It was so good, that miniseries. And one of my favorite parts is when Sam looks at Bucky and he's like, when are you going to stop looking to other people to tell you who you are? When? Because as long as you're looking to other people to tell you who you are, you're never going to find yourself. You're only going to find the deluded perceptions of what people think you are, of what people think you should be. And often what they think you should be is in reference to how you can benefit them. You have to learn to stand on your own two feet and to create your own perceptions of yourself. Stop looking to other people to tell you who you are. They don't know you. They will never completely know you. Definitely never better than you know yourself. You are trustworthy. 
Your opinion of yourself is the only opinion that matters. And you certainly don't need other people's acceptance and validation to make you worthy, to make you lovable, to make you acceptable. We're not here to be accepted. We're here to burst into this time and space like a fucking firework, emanating all of the light that could come from within our being, making that indelible mark on this time and space that only you can ever create. But you're not going to burst into this time and space like a firework if you cannot engage in your authenticity. If you cannot learn to love and accept yourself exactly the way you are, with whatever perceived imperfections or flaws you might have, which brings us into that second aspect of those things that can really hold us back. It's those ideals of perfection. These ideals that I have to meet these unrealistic standards of being. Not necessarily only when it comes to like media and social media and the way that people look, but the way that they portray themselves or the way that they want people to believe they are that they have these perfect existences and that you should be perfect too. There's no such thing as perfection. It does not exist. Which is why to achieve the photographs that they have in magazines and on television and all of this stuff, they have to do a lot of fucking work to those pictures and doctor them with airbrushing techniques and all kinds of things that would keep you from seeing the truth that they are human, with human bodies. And that goes so far beyond the picture, like I was just saying, that goes into the fundamental aspects of their being. Anybody who's ever done anything worth doing is gonna experience fear. We're all gonna experience fears. We're all gonna feel these feelings of self-loathing, of not being enough, of feeling those imposter syndrome feelings, of not being able to appreciate ourselves. We're all going to go through that stuff on some level. Because we're all human. Nobody's perfect. So we have to learn... not to hold ourselves to those unrealistic standards of being. It's not about being perfect. It's about being real. It's about being more authentic every single day, more raw, more real, more genuine, which is also whole and complete. Accepting my truth. Accepting all of my little quirks and flaws. Recognizing that those things are often the magic of who and what I am. Be willing to learn to love and to appreciate all of those unique parts of your being. That only you can ever manifest. Because.
because you are divine, because you are source, creator, great spirit energy, universal energy, higher self energy, because you are that, you should only ever be treating yourself that way. So pretend that that higher energy, whatever you choose to call it, all names are the same as far as I'm concerned. Whatever that energy is, is standing right in front of you. How would you treat that energy? What would you say to that energy? All of the things that we would do to engage in that energy would be uplifting, would be supportive, would be loving, accepting, And we have to learn to treat ourselves exactly the same way. Not even as if like I'm this expression of that energy. I'm a branch of that energy. I am an extension of that energy, but it's also like that cell within the body, right? I'm my own unique cell with my own unique jobs, but I'm a part of the whole. I'm still a part of the whole. And we're all working together towards that highest and greatest good for the entire organism. But I'm still the body. I'm still the organism. And I have to learn to speak to myself that way, to see myself that way, to recognize that that is my truth. The ultimate truth that I can ever, ever, ever possibly align myself to is that knowledge of being. Because then everything you say is only in reference to how you would ever treat Source, Mother, Father, God, Great Spirit, I have to treat myself in that same regard. And it sounds so much easier than it actually is because so many of those programs are so insidious. They're so deeply rooted in the mind. And we really have to go in there and pull every one of those fucking weeds, all of those deep roots out. And the only way that we can do that is by coming across them, recognizing them for what they are, pulling them and replacing them with that new life, with those new words that are affirmative and loving and acceptance, accepting, with the new choices that uplift and support the being, and with the new actions that reflect that truth. We have to change the way we think and the way that we've been doing things. When I engage in those feelings and those thoughts of self-loathing, it can spiral out of control. It'll start with a single thought. And because I feed that thought with my attention... 
it continues to grow, to expand. Instead of recognizing that thought as an intruder, as a lie, and saying, that is not my truth. That thought is bullshit. That is some garbage programming that I picked up at some point along the way in my life experience that is not aligned to my personal truth, which is that I am source. And I'm going to choose not to engage in that thought. But replace it with a thought of what I truly am. And that thought can literally just be I am. I am that I am. I am worthy. I am light. I am radiant light. I am divinity manifesting as humanity. I am source. I am the amazing magical stardust, that cosmic universal energy that permeates all things. I am that. And because I am that, I am an heir to all of the energy that exists within the universe that I would choose to engage in. I am able to receive all of the things that I choose for myself. We always have to hold ourselves up to that standard. We always have to be willing to see that divine within our being, that source, that great spirit. That's the first most identifiable aspect of my being. It's the only thing that matters. Recognize the lies recognize the old programs, uproot them and replace them with the new. Even if you have to do it a hundred times. Sometimes we're going to have to fight a battle way more than once to win it. I think Eleanor Roosevelt said that. And that doesn't mean that we're shitty at doing the thing that we don't have the proper tools. It just means that those roots run deep. And that I need to continue to fight that fight until it's gone. And one of the coolest things about when you shine the light on your own shit, when you use that light, and you focus it on those dark, shadowy places within our being that we're embarrassed or we feel guilty or shameful about. The light causes those things to disappear sometimes. Or they diminish greatly. The thing that we thought was so big in our head, once you shine the light on it, it doesn't look so big after all. 
And one of the best ways that you can also move through this is to talk to people you trust. Talk to those people who deserve a seat at your table. Be honest and open with them about how you're feeling. And it's not that we need that affirmation or that bolstering from those other people, but sometimes just saying it out loud, we recognize how completely idiotic it really is. How completely untruthful it really is. How it really does not resonate with our truth at all. But of course, like I said, when those thoughts become super harmful to ourselves, really deterrent to our health and our well-being, absolutely seeking out therapy is the best way to work through those things. Speaking those things out loud in front of somebody who has no attachment to the outcome, who has no concern over what you choose other than that it be for your highest and greatest good. One of the best things that I do just started doing recently is to make lists of who I believe myself to be. Not what I perceive as my negative quote unquote qualities, but all of those things that are aligned to the divinity of my own being, the ways in which I'm creative the ways in which I love, the desires of my heart, the things that I expand into, whether other people might think they're silly or not, doesn't matter. The stuff that I love that sets my heart on fire. I remind myself who I am, all of the strengths all of the unique qualities that are just special to me in my authentic expression. And I'm reading some books right now that are just really freaking amazing. It's, I believe they're called The Masters of the Far East. And one of the things that they talk about doing, and I think I believe this is more of like in reference to um, connecting to that God or source or divine energy within our own being, is to, and you know, they're coming at it from, because this was written like the late 1800s, so they're coming at it from more of like a religious perspective, because you have to remember their audience back then with people in America, it would have been people who were, you know, followed religion um, or Christians specifically and um, they talk about that um, that Christ mindset you know what I mean that Christ mind the Christ mind simply is just a term that encompasses the truth that I am the child of God I am birthed from all creation. I am an heir inherent to all of the things that ever my heart would desire. And I have the ability as a creator myself to manifest all of the things that I ever dream. And that Christ mind, that Christ 
eye, that vision of being able to accept my truth. That's essentially what it is, is saying, I am that. That Christ mind is saying, I am that. I am God. I am divine. I am source. I am that I am. To allow that part of your being to take seat in your heart. That part of yourself that accepts your truth. Feel it in your heart. Feel that honoring of that truth in your heart space and let it expand. Just close your eyes and lay down. Visualize that truth expanding in your heart, just totally filling up every little nook and cranny, every cell, every atom, all of the spaces in between, recognizing the truth of your nature. And then allow that light to shine, that energy to shine out of your heart space and into the rest of the entire being, the physical and the energetic aspects of your being, just radiating that truth. And I think that's a really good exercise. Like if you're having a really tough time and even just like saying, oh my gosh, it's even hard for me to accept myself. And loving is way far away from me, you know. I can start just by accepting the truth that I am source. Because then the actions follow. As that sinks into your being, as that totally permeates into your being, that truth of knowing who and what you really truly are, the actions and the words and the choices follow. The more I truly believe that the more my behavior reflects that knowledge of truth. So even if we just start with the knowing that I am the thing, even if I don't feel it in my heart yet, I can engage in that exercise where I lay down at least once a day, close my eyes and visualize that energy growing in my heart space, that knowledge that I am source. I am that. I am great spirit. I am divine. And allow that energy to expand into the heart space and then press itself out into every fiber of your being. Every cell, every atom, all of the space in between. And even allowing it to radiate from out of that place. Like we were talking about last week, how they talk about how that, you know, God energy is available to all of us because we're all made from that. It's that substance of everything that has ever been created. I am that. And when I accept that energy and I receive it fully and completely into my being, that truth It alchemizes within my own being. And the light that I project from that space becomes even 50,000 times more than what I received because I'm empowering it with my own truth, with my own vibratory expression. And that is my gift to the time and space. That is my gift to myself so that I can truly live And be in reception 
for all of the incredible things. You know, like, I think I said last week that I'm not religious. Like, I had a big breakup with religion, in fact. You know, I grew up most of my life religious, Episcopal and Catholic and blah, blah, blah. And um, I had to totally eradicate what I thought I knew so that I could build my own truth from that space. But one of the things that I really dig about, like, the stories of Jesus and things of that nature and the quality of person that they describe him to be is that he hung out with all of the people that most other people would look at and think were like the dregs of society. The people on the fringe, they were by no means perfect. In fact, if anything, they were the ones that people wanted nothing to fucking do with. They were the people that people judged, that people told stories about, that people didn't like, approve of, or accept. And I really truly believe that the point that was meant to be made there is that it doesn't have to be that you haven't lived a life to take your seat at that table. That you're not human, that you didn't make mistakes, that we haven't done things that we're not proud of to be in our perfection. It's a major dichotomy that a lot of us have a hard time wrapping our heads around. How can I be perfect if I've done all this shit? How can I be perfect if I'm this, if I'm that, if whatever story we're telling about ourselves? Because in divinity, in source, in great spirit, you are only ever completely perfect exactly as you are. Are our choices perfect? Is our manifestation perfect? Is our actions and our choices always perfect? No. But we, in our fundamental aspect of our being, that soul space, is always perfect. I can make a lot of choices. I can say a lot of things. I can do a lot of things that would create space for me in that truth. That would create space for me in that source energy. I can tell a lot of lies that have real outcomes in this physical manifestation. About who I believe myself to be. But if I will learn to accept that my spirit is always in its perfection, it's always whole, it's never broken, it's never incomplete. If I will learn to accept that truth, then I can reprogram all of those old untruths, the old lies, the old stories. And the more I do that reprogramming, the more I do the work of shining the light on my shit, the more narrow that space becomes between myself and source. Between myself and that full open channel of universal energy and all of the magic that exists within that space. I become closer to divine. And it's not that the distance is there because we've been abandoned by that universal energy or source or God. 
but because I made choices that kept me distant from it. Because I refuse to acknowledge and accept my truth that I am divine, that I am source. It starts with me accepting my truth that I am. Spending the time necessary to shine the light on the stuff that's not mine. Doing the work of reprogramming, of letting go, so that I can expand into the things that I love. So that I can open up, witness my truth. which allows me to lovingly accept and allow myself in my full authentic expression. It was never intended for us to believe that we are these weak, frail, unworthy of forgiveness, shitty excuses of humanity. It's not like the creator was up there fucking around with all of the ingredients for humanity and it's like, oh man, I really jacked up this batch, but we're just going to see how things go. These are pretty screwed up, but we're just going to watch and have fun as this screwed up soap opera unfolds. No, we were created with intention. We were created in the likeness of the creator itself. It's only us that has accepted and received and told ourselves a lie that we are anything other than that. Other people might plant that seed, but we have to learn to be accountable for our choices and what we choose to focus our attention on. What we choose to accept what we choose to nurture and allow to grow within us. And when we find the things that are not aligned to that truth, instead of feeling guilty and shameful about it, no. We recognize that we've only ever been doing the best we could at the different parts of our lives that we were in with the tools we had at the time. And recognizing that now that I know better, I can do better. No punishment is necessary. No guilt or shame is necessary. Just a proactive change is necessary to draw myself towards that highest and greatest good. Recognizing that I'm the only one that can walk into that internal door, but I have to be willing to see the truth of who and what I am to even know that that door exists within my being. And then to open that door and to walk through it, accepting your truth. Accepting your place. And being willing to truly express yourself 
and all of your glory and all of that authenticity, that genuine realness, that rawness, trusting in yourself. That is what it means to step into your power. And that's the best kind of power. Because when you're aligned to that truth of your being, you're aligned to that knowledge that you are source, that you are divine, that you are great spirit, that you are God. The heart's desires are only reflective of that truth. That's the kind of power that gives you the ability to feel the true vibration of who and what you are, that magical, incredible vibration of being. So I hope you guys will spend some time over the next couple of weeks Recognizing the truth of who and what you are. Accepting that truth. And seeding it into your heart. So that it can radiate into the rest of your entirety of being. So that all of your words and choices and actions are reflective of that knowledge of being. Eradicating. The old fears self-loathing, the old stories, the dogmas, the lies, the stories that you've told about yourself and the stories that other people have told about you. But just sinking into your own truth of being. Allow that universal source energy to combine, to alchemize with your own unique vibration of being and that radiating light, that beautiful, incredible vibration that comes from that knowledge of your truth. That is the strongest magnet for all of the greatest good that you could potentially ever imagine. That pure light vibration is the magnet to draw all of the energy of the things that you want to experience more of back into your experience that's the energy that is that quantum entanglement that can literally affect a fucking star across the very universe you can do that when you choose to acknowledge your truth and radiate from that authentic place so spend some time with that these next couple weeks and just see how it feels What does it feel like to allow that truth to radiate inside of my being? There's also a mantra that you can utilize that I really, really love. I mean, you know, me being a kundalini yoga student and all of those things, like that's something that I love. Mantra is a great way to seed or reprogram some of those old narratives, you know. Or seed those new energies into your heart, into your being. And it's Ang Sang Vahe Guru. And that literally means that that energy of the divine 
is dancing within every single cell of my body and all of the spaces in between. That energy of the I am is radiating, it's dancing, it is just totally emitting itself from every single part of my being. And you can even get on Spotify and find that Ang Sang Vahe Guru. A-N-G. S-A-N-G. W-A-H-A. G-U-R-U. So if you're inclined to utilize mantra, that's a great way to do it also. Or create your own affirmations, you know. Do what you got to do to start replacing those old insidious thoughts with the new uplifting ones so i hope you guys really got something from that today you know take what works for you leave the rest behind not everything is going to be for you all the time that's totally cool grab on to what really stuck out for you today and go with that you know I hope you guys have a great couple weeks and I will look forward to talking to you guys next time. So until then, have a great day, folks.